For starters, it is tempting, especially in an industrial and technological age like our own, to assume our dominion means something like outright or total control. The Hebrew context, however, was agricultural. As the second creation story, Genesis 2, 4-24, makes abundantly clear, to be an authentic Adam is to be intimately tied to the ways of the soil, to be attuned to the soil's limits and possibilities. Farmers do not exercise dominion over their animals and fields by imposing or forcing their desires upon them. Dominion, if it is to be successful, depends on a farmer's cooperating and working with the life forms under his or her care. Indeed, dominion without patient and informed affection quickly leads to ruination, as fields are compromised and livestock become sick and die. Far from being an excuse to do with creation as we want, the exercise of dominion is the practical training ground in which we learn to live patiently and attentively with those so that the mutual flourishing of all becomes possible. In a very important and practical sense, the vocation of humanity to have dominion will have to be worked out in the twin contexts of careful gardening, of tilling and keeping, the garden of paradise, and the spiritual and moral work of conforming our lives to the life of God and thereby becoming the concrete manifestation or image of God. Welcome to Ecology and Existentialism. My name is Mason. The reading today came from Living the Sabbath by Norman Wurzba, and it's one of the few books I managed to read throughout the summer while on a podcasting hiatus, and I thought it was very suitable considering it's about rest and uh, observing the natural rhythms of life, and that's what I was trying to do. So um, getting right back into the swing of things, I want to share a little about a documentary I also watched uh, a few weeks ago called Peter and the Farm. And you can find it on Netflix. Even though it came out in 2016, I think there's a lot of correlation that occurs or that is relevant to this reading and to that documentary. So the reason that I connect the two is because I think Peter, the the man that's featured in the documentary, could have probably um, benefited greatly from implementing some Sabbath uh, rest and observation and uh, ideals of dominion into his life. Um, throughout the documentary, Peter expresses anguish uh, of how he has this desire to maintain his farm, but it's also starkly contrasted by um, a twisted hope of death to meet him. Um, he shares short stories from his life, explaining a little bit of the background of the farm, um, what happened to his hand, um, all these sort of uh, anecdotes that are related to how he has arrived at the place he's at now. But by doing so, he's ended up essentially abandoned and alone and lives almost hopelessly on this farm that he loves. Um, by no means do I hope or think I can offer deep insightful analysis uh, into Peter's psyche or mental state. But uh, throughout the documentary, he is constantly saying how much he hates the creatures he owns, or at least hates caring for them or the inconveniences that they bring him, uh, yet continues to do what he can to care for them in a way that would that he would benefit from, um, since it's an organic farm and um, 
he prides himself on really good quality products. Um, he's constantly putting in the work to do uh, to create those and bring those to the people his who are his clients. So each product from his farm appears to be incredible quality, and the value of it is uh, so high. I'm just confused throughout the entire film as to how he could be living such a dichotomy, living within such a dichotomy of one side he's um, achieved this ideal that he spent most of his life working towards of having this um, beautiful organic farm and then still having this other side where um, there's this beauty on the one part and then the relationships that he also took pride in or desired to accomplish and create this farm into something incredible um, for those people, those relationships just don't exist anymore or as that's what it seems like. Uh, And I couldn't help but wonder what the point of it all was considering he, from the stories he shared, uh, seemed to just destroy the relationships that he once had. Um, and this <laughs> this existential question seemed to haunt Peter and drive him towards a desire for suicide of sort of what's the point, which I think is a very valid question in his scenario. Uh, and just in case it's not clear yet, um, you should take time to watch this documentary because it is quite thought-provoking. And uh, even though it's a few years old, I've just found out about it. Maybe it's old news for a lot of people. Um, but let me know what you think of it if you do take time to watch it. Um, it's probably one of the favorite things I've watched in a long time. Uh, that being said, my favorite movie is The Talented Mr. Ripley. So not really a genre for people who like lighthearted matters. <laughs> um, anyways, back to my thoughts on this uh, on this reading and on the documentary. So as Wurzba says and See what seemed to be absent in Peter's farm was that dominion, uh, if it was to be successful, depends on the farmers cooperating and working with the life forms under his or her care. Uh, and Wurzba continues saying, Indeed, dominion without patient and informed affection quickly leads to ruination, as fields are compromised and livestock become sick and die. These short sentences seem to sum up perfectly what happened to Peter. Uh, His impatience and, at the time, contempt for the sheep, chickens, uh, and even his land seemed like a distant bastardization of what was once beautiful, um, as well as uniting, productive, and whole. Even though the film concludes with him uh, reiterating how bountiful the land now is more than ever, uh, relationally and health-wise, it almost seems pointless or it does seem pointless and you're left with this two pictures of this beautiful bountiful land that is flourishing and then peter who is sick dying um physically as well on a soul and relational level and it's this intense contrast between a man dealing with one alcoholism uh, unbearable depression decrepit buildings um and yet still receives he still receives an abundance from his property um, could only be, be described as meaningless due to the lack of relationships. Um, not meaningless and pointless in the sense of 
the work that he does every day because I think that work does have value. Um, but there's no one to share it with. And without the relationships to share that abundance and beauty, um, it's no wonder that Peter wants to kill himself. But also far too often we become obsessed with the idea of uh, dominion for the sake of dominion or even production for the sake of production. But all of those are, are pointless without the why behind it. And Wurzba concludes the expert excerpt by saying, uh, in a very important and practical sense, the vocation of humanity to have dominion will have to be worked out in the twin contexts of careful gardening or tilling and keeping the garden of paradise and the spiritual moral work of conforming our lives to the life of God and thereby becoming the concrete manifestations or images of God. Peter was in the process of the first, of, of careful gardening, tilling, keeping the land, um, and creating this paradise that 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 he was existing in. But the latter, the spiritual moral work um, of conforming our lives to the life of God, or the life that God has for us, or even a life that is um, full and robust with relationships and friendships, um, that was non-existent. And um, I think it's that core element that, resulted in in peter's despair and so many others despairs we have removed the the need for relationship or we've removed the the pursuit we we've maybe been hurt a lot or we've maybe been rejected from relationships yet there is such a a, a need for it i don't know what other better word to use it's necessary for humanity to be able to flourish and to be able to do well um and personally, it's really difficult to for to watch the documentary and to see other people who aren't able to put in that effort to build deeper relationships. And so a big hope of mine is how can I, uh, with the people around me, I think ge- geographically, um, it's really important that the people around us are the people that we're trying to build relationships with, because it's really easy to send a message online or somehow reach out to people who aren't very close to us and create somewhat relationships, but they're almost like shells to deeper, meaningful, meaningful purpose um, and production that can come from those relationships production, whether that's actually physical production of, of goods or even production of, um, of kindness and, and deeds and serving others. So with all that said, it, it's necessary for the spiritual and moral work to to follow that, that tending to, that tilling, that gardening of whether it's the land or other relationships. I'm going to conclude there. I hope you enjoyed the first legitimate episode of season two. I guess we can call it season two. And uh, I don't want to make promises of the frequency of episodes. I'm going to make it at least once a month, hopefully one every two weeks. Um... Like I said, as I'm moving into figuring out what it looks like to build relationships with the people around me, it takes a lot of time and energy. And uh, as someone who thinks of themselves or is an introvert and very much so enjoys spending time alone, but understands that there's such a necessity to, to reach out to the people around us in order to build relationships to help those who maybe are in despair and who don't have hope um 
that work needs to be done and and so i apologize maybe that the podcast isn't as um as regular as some of you might like if uh you want to hear more let me know and i can try to um, put more effort into it if there are, are films or books or different material you want me to go through and then cover uh also send me a message you can email me at ecology and exist or get in touch with any of the social media uh, on so- any of the social media channels and my information and all that is in the episode description if you enjoyed this episode share it with a friend if you want to go ahead and leave five star reviews that's also very much so appreciated um but yeah i want to hear from you the music in this episode is by Joseph Tennant. Go check out his wonderful noises or sounds that he's making. Music, one may call it. Um, he's very good. I don't mean to make that sound like he's not. Um, yeah, so have a wonderful, wonderful day. Peace. <laughs>